Hallelujah. Well, like Pastor Brad said, I only knew him for a few ten years. And you know what? In the God has placed that word presence, the presence of God. He's placed that in my heart tonight to share. And you know, if if Pastor Brad and Pastor Miranda was not obedient to the presence of God, then not only would I want would not be here, but my life would not be what it is today. If it wasn't for the presence of God, then I wouldn't be living in the life that I live today. If it wasn't for the presence of God, I wouldn't be able to walk in joy. I wouldn't be able to walk with a smile on my face, even though the things that's going on today. Without the presence of God, I wouldn't be able to, to really know what the meaning of obedience means. I wouldn't know what the meaning of love means without the presence of God. Amen. Um, I'm going to be semi-brief tonight. But if you have your Bible, go ahead and turn with me to Exodus chapter 33. If you have your digital Bibles, they say your iPhones. Chapter 33, I'm going to start at verse 14. And get right into it uh, this evening. Verse, thir- uh, verse 14. It says, The Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will, you, how will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? I'm going to stop there. No, this is the uh, this is the response to the sin of God's people that happened in Exodus chapter 32. If you guys know what happened in Exodus chapter 32, um, the people back then got restless. They got tired of waiting. It's funny, yeah. You can compare the word of God to the lifestyles of today. Today, I see people they're tired of waiting. I see people they're they're restless. They want answers now. But in Exodus chapter 32, that's what happens. And what happens is the people begin to build idols. Um, You know, the golden calf and other things. They begin to worship other gods. And so this is referring to what happened back then. Because God, whoo, if you read chapter 32, disobeying God wasn't only the worst thing to do, but the things that was about to be released off of the people back then because of what they did. So in Exodus 33, as I read in chapter 14, it talks about him saying that, again, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. What is so amazing about it is if you read it, it's talking about Moses and how Moses stood in the gap for the people. You You know how amazing it is to have men and women of God standing in the gap for the people. Now, I'm not just talking about the believers I'm talking about the non-believers also. It's funny that today, what, what, five, six weeks already? These things have been going on. And, and I, I've, been, I've been pretty good, not saying anything. You know how God has opened up the door 
for myself to work in the job that I work at. I come into contact with many different people. Many people who, most of them, they don't like what's going on. And they want answers. And they're upset and they're afraid. Now, let me share the story about what happened today. Today I was sitting in a tire shop because my car, oh my car, my work van needed new uh, shoes because it was slipping and sliding all over the place. And so I was sitting there and I was listening to people talk. And this one gentleman walked in and he was upset because nobody wanted to wear masks. He was upset that everybody in the store wasn't wearing masks. He said, I don't know what's wrong with these people. I don't want to get sick. And in my mind, sitting there on the chair, and I'm saying, man, if you only knew what God could do for you. You see, I even hear, I even hear people who say, I love God, and I believe in the Lord, and I believe in his word, but then yet tremble in fear because of what's going on. You see, if we don't understand, when we remove ourselves from the presence of God, then we allow anything and everything to happen. How important it is to speak life and to know that, is my life really in covering the Spirit of God? Now you see Moses, he knew what happened, he knew what was about to happen, he knew what God could do. But he said, no, Lord. If you're not going, then I'm not going. See, if you're not going to step forward, then I'm not going to step forward. Here's Moses standing in not only for himself, but for his people. He understood the presence of God was so important at that time. And the time of today that we live in. Moses understood that what could happen if, if God left him completely. And so let's read it in Exodus 33, uh, verse 14. It's, it speaks about that. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. But even tonight, briefly, I wanted to stay around the presence of God. And that story really opened my eyes to what's going on today. There's a generation that, that lives today that needs to understand how important it is to be under the covering and the presence of God. You know what's the benefit of being in the presence of God? That we can walk with our heads up high with a smile on our face. Not having to worry about what's going on today. When you understand your salvation is connected with the presence of God. Then fear doesn't live in you. Amen. We can stand. I can go into Walmart, for example, the other day. And as I was walking through Walmart, people started talking about, thank you, Jesus, that I didn't get in. But then they have a mask on. Now, I'm not cutting anybody who's wearing a mask. But what I'm saying is that if you say that faith 
and Jesus Christ lives inside of you, that we walk in authority. Amen. Now, I don't tell me anything that you want to you want to say to me. But that's not going to put fear inside of me. Why? Because I know that 10 plus years ago. When Jesus Christ opened up that door for me to receive him and make him my Lord and Savior. Of course, it was bumpy in the beginning. Real bumpy in the beginning. But when I began to understand how important being in the presence of God, how important it is to allow God. You know, even, you know when you speak the word, when we read the word, we're not just reading the word. What is the word? The word is the word of God. Amen? So when we read, this is the only way God can speak to us through his word. So when we read the word of God, it's not us, oh, oh, sorry, talking like I stay in Hawaii already. It's not you speaking just words. It's God speaking through you. That's the presence of God. When you worship and praise the Lord through song, you feel the presence of God come over you. When you walk in authority and know the, who, your, who your God is, and you walk through sickness and you walk through disease, you walk through every chain that, lay, that lays in front of you. That's the presence of God. We cannot live without the presence of God. Amen? We cannot live through life. Who wants to live through life miserable and, and, and struggling? Not me. I will not live in, in sadness and, and struggle for the rest of my life. Amen? I will not. I don't want to move one step without the presence of God. Now, many of you who uh, who was up here a year and a few weeks ago um, knew the the area that I was in. You know, there was almost a time where I wanted to go back home, and I remember multiple times the presence of God came because why? I decided to make choices that I wanted to make off of my flesh. But I've come to understand that I don't want to be like those, those people who decided to make a, 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 an idol. I, I, I decided I don't want to be one of those people who, who's impatient. I don't want to be impatient. I don't want to be one of those people who just want to do things because I want it now. I remember standing multiple times. I believe I shared it with many people. and just sharing it again tonight. I, I remember standing up 24 hours, 30 hours, standing up, not sleeping. And in my mind, I was like, Lord, I want to be healed now. Like, take me out of this. Like, I want it now. I wanted it so bad that I wanted to do whatever it took to take, to take care of my, myself. That's how bad I wanted it. See, these people in, um, you know, as we read in Exodus chapter 33, or 32 actually, these people couldn't wait for Moses to come down. They said, we can't wait anymore. This is what they were saying. We can't wait anymore. I don't want to wait no more. He's taking too long. Let's go ahead and create something for ourselves so that we can worship a God that we can see. We need results now. How many of you guys want results now? Yeah, I want results now. I want to raise my hand. But how many of you know if you make whatever decision you make has a limit to it? See, without the presence of God, 
these people wouldn't get what they wanted. Imagine the things that God promised Moses that his people could have. Now let me read it to you. You don't have to turn there. And this just amazed me because I'll start at verse 1 and 33. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Leave this place. You and the people you brought up out of Egypt and go up to the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to you, your descendants. I will send an angel before you and drive out the, the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, uh, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey. Then he says, But I will not go with you. Now just imagine after that, it doesn't say anything else, but just imagine when, that said, when he said that, I will not go with you. What do you think would happen? What do you think is going to happen? You see, when we take ourselves out of the presence of God, there's a limit that we put on ourselves that we're able to have. When you believe that God is your provider, when you believe God is your healer, it's not just a healing for that moment in time. God heals you, and protects you. Amen? God loved these people so much that he even went as far as go up to the land flowing with milk and honey. God could have decided to leave. But Moses knew and understood how important it was to be under the covering and presence of God. Now, some people, well, actually not some people, most people said, have told me while working here, how God has opened up an opportunity for me to go and minister to people to the medical field. I'm not a doctor. Sorry, I'm not a doctor. But he has allowed me to go and, and, and share the gospel with, with uh, residents that I go and visit. Many of, them, many of them have said, as I've opened the door, to pray with them. They tell me that... Uh, I don't think I don't think I don't think God's going to be able to forgive me. I don't I don't think that, that God's going to be able to to allow me to receive His forgiveness. But you know what happens when you travel with the presence of God? The presence of God, God Himself shows up. Amen. God Himself shows up. That's how important it is to know and understand and believe and know with confidence that the presence of God lives inside of you. What is the presence of God? The Holy Spirit. It's so important to be under the covering of God. If we know the presence of the Lord, like the, like the scripture says in the word of God, from Genesis to Revelation, he can and will transform the lives, not in the way that we understand it but in the way that God has written it to be. It enriches, it expands, and it's alive. You know, when I sat in my van and listened to that song over and over and over and over again, there's a humility that comes over you. That's what the presence of God does for me. It places the humility of appreciation for what God has done. And you know what? He can only he's not going to only do it for me. He wants to do it for everybody. He's not going to only heal me. He wants to heal everybody. 
He's not only wanting to touch me. He wants to touch everybody. He wants to touch people at home. There's a move of God that, that wants to, to move around, but there needs to be willing vessels who's willing to receive it. See, if you're not willing to receive the presence of God and really take hold of what God has, in, as in, uh, has for us and, is, uh, and has in store for us, then how can we understand and know what God is all about? Even sitting today, I was like, man, what am I going to, like, like, how am I going to put this all together? Because this past few days, I was like, man, I want to say something. Because I couldn't handle it walking around and seeing people defeated. People feeling like it's the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. God still lives. His presence is still alive. Like he's like staring you in the face. We have to take hold of it. I may not be going anywhere tonight, but what I'm saying tonight is that it's so important to be in the presence of God. It is so important to release the things that, that's in your mind of telling you that you're not worth enough. That I'm stuck here for the rest of my life. The life is just boring. Life is not boring. Trust me. I've been there, done that. We've all been in different areas. But God, if God can come and save me and the things that I have done, imagine God can come and touch you and save you too. And you know what? Today's, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. But today's generation. They're either afraid or they're ashamed of what happens when the presence of God comes over them. You know how I know? Because I was there. I remember feeling the presence of God. I was like, man, what is this feeling? Oh, I don't want to look weird. But it's not about looking weird. It's about being transformed. It's not about being or looking stupid. It's about being encouraged and filled up with the power and authority that God has for you there is nothing that there's nothing that you can do or create you can be the the most smartest person in this world and you're still not smart enough for God you can be the genius and you can be the richest person in this world and you're still not the richest person that's why it's so important to be under the covering and the the presence of God it's only through God that, you know, we're able to have the riches and, and glories that, that's here on this earth. It's God's presence that sets us apart. It's not success in the temporary things of life. That's why God encourages us to seek the kingdom of God. That's why it's so important to seek the presence of God. Seek the word of God. Pray. Back then when I prayed, all I knew was, um, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's all I knew. I had no idea what I was saying, except for, this is what you should say. But now when you receive salvation and you say that prayer again, you activate the presence of God inside of you. Amen? 
you, when you begin to understand and know what Jesus Christ did for you, and then now pray and tell me how you feel. Today I can pray and I can feel the power of God. Today I can go and share the gospel with somebody and I can feel the power of God. I can be half crippled in the room and cannot walk. Lay hands on myself. It may not happen at that moment, but I feel the power of God. It's not according to our timing. It's according to the timing of God. But without receiving and understanding the full power of the Holy Ghost, that we cannot receive or retrieve anything from God. If you, if you feel like, like this situation that's going on today is holding you back, guess what? It is. <laughs> I'm just going to say it is. But if you ask me to walk in that same situation and you ask me if this situation is holding me back, it's not. You see, we all have a have a have a, a option that God has given us. We can go either receive him and make him our Lord and Savior and activate the power and the Holy Ghost that is inside of us, which is the presence of God. And walk through every single wall, walk, walk through every single sickness and disease that is out there. They even came out with the, what is that, the, the murder hornet or the bee. Yeah, bring the bee. You can sting me. Nothing going to happen. Um, I eat the bee too. I eat everything else. But it's, it's not about being prideful or boastful. It's about knowing who your God is. It's about knowing, like, like if you say you're saved, they walk like you're saved. Because if you live in fear and you say you're afraid, then guess what? You're going to live in fear. But the God that I serve, the God that we serve, the fear of this world has no, there's no room for it. You know why? Because Jesus Christ kicked that word out. It no longer lives in, in the, the, the pile of words that, that Jesus has. I just created that. There's no room for fear when serving God. That's why it's so important. If you receive Jesus Christ and make him your Lord and Savior, walk it out. Live it. Be it. If somebody makes you upset, what do you do? Pray for him, Jesse. Yes, sir. And then you smile. Now, trust me, it wasn't all roses, bed of roses working where I work today. There's some people that I encounter, whoo, bless their heart. Bless them. We just close our mouth, put a smile on our face, and do what we have to do. But we don't react to the, re we don't react to the situation, Amen. We allow the power of God or the Holy Ghost that is inside. We allow it to, to stir us up every single day, every single night. Like I said, we have to walk it out. Trust me, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be the person that I am. Yeah, I'm a big teddy bear, so nice. and I wouldn't be like that if I, if I didn't have the presence of God operating in my life. 
these big hands. Yeah. If I didn't have the presence of God inside of me, man, these big hands would be doing some damage. These big feet would be doing some damage. Now all I do with these big feet is stomp on the devil, make a lot of noise in my hands to praise the Lord. That's all we do nowadays. We serve Jesus. So are we content to receive God's promise or God's promises alone? Or are we wanting the presence of the one who grew up, uh, gave us the promise? So are you willing to be content of just on God's promise? Or are you willing to go further beyond God's promise and connect yourself with the person who created the promise? Are you willing to just be content with what you have? Or take hold of what God can give you? God's presence is the very thing that brings value to the promise. Without him, the promise means nothing. It means that it's empty. Now, I don't know what else I can say to, to tell you how important it is to be in the presence of God, but it's important. Especially today. I've heard many people, mighty men and women of God, say that every prophecy has been opened already am I ready are you willing forget about the past it's in the past God is the only person that can erase it how many of you have received Jesus Christ and made him your Lord and Savior received salvation Papa Jean Well, guess what? Only God can erase your past. Nothing beyond this point is important. What is important is that today we make him our Lord and Savior and make sure, know, and believe that heaven is our home. Everybody watching at home, trust me, we pray for every single person. We pray that the presence of God would enter their home. We pray that the presence of God will enter every single heart. We pray, we pray, we pray. Our pastors pray every morning. We all pray morning time, evening time, on our, on our own time. How important it is to know and believe that the presence of God is what allows us and guides us to what we have to do. Now you guys may be looking at me and say, man, this big thing. He can do whatever he want to do. I say, no, I can't. You think that I'll be able to walk up to somebody and share the gospel of Jesus Christ on my own? It's only by the presence of God. You think that, I'm, that I'm, I would be able to, to create or set up a situation where I can go in and love on somebody? I'm not that type of person. Fleshy. But by the presence of God. He has created that inside of me to do what I have to do to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And guess what? He could do that for you too. All we have to do is say yes. In Hawaii, we'll say shoes cuz. Sound good. So I have to spit it up because if I go back home, Appalachian coming out. Yeah, you know that. But it's important. 
is so important. Like, believe me, trust me, it's important. I could have gone from losing my wife and my kids. I could have gone to being an alcoholic. And I'm not just talking about just drinking from nighttime. Like, no, I can sit down and I used to sit down and just go ahead. But God pulled me out of that because he knew the potential that lives inside of me. God pulled you out from where you were before because he knew the potential inside of you. God placed that power, that, that, that spirit of God inside of you when you were born. But some way or somehow throughout our lifetime, we took the left instead of the right. But God still knew that you had the potential to, to work for him. I don't know if everybody's watching at home. I know every single person that lives in Hana. I know what you do. And I tell you what. God can do great, way greater things than what you're doing now. All you have to do is say yes. Man, it would be a huge, amazing thing to see the entire town of Hana in heaven when it comes time for us to go home. We just have to love God. We just have to take every word that he says seriously. It's not hard. But there's a benefit to it. You know what that benefit is? It's heaven. It's joy. How many of you want to worry for the rest of your life? Not me. I ain't worrying for, for nothing. Because I serve God. I will... You can't even ask my wife. I laugh for the most stupidest reasons. Because nothing budges me anymore. Nothing shakes me. I don't get shaken very easily. I can shake people, but nothing shakes me at all. There's rarely that you see me with a smile on my face. I walk into people's houses. They're miserable. I'm happy. And guess what? When I leave that house, we're all happy. I should take a, I'm going to do a vlog maybe of doing that. Just going to a couple houses and say, this is how, this is what happens when you leave the house. That's what the presence of God does. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's amazing, man. Pastor Brad, the million dollar idea. I'm going to do that. I'm going to strap a GoPro right here. <laughs> and I'm going to walk into people's houses. Man. Put that on our budget. A GoPro. GoPro idea. Praise the Lord. No, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste any, other, any more time. But if you got anything out of tonight, just, just know that, that being in the presence and the covering of God is important. It is so, so important. Yeah, I got saved, what, 10, 11 years already? But it didn't happen instantly. Trust me, our first three years, the most bumpiest years I've ever had. Those were my learning stages. But like we say, 
When we serve God, we only go up. We don't go down. You know why? Because when we're about to tip over, who's there? Jesus. Trust me. When we feel like we're ready to tip over, we repent, and we ask for forgiveness, and we go right back up again. That's why you have believers, brothers and sisters in Christ, to help you. That's why you have other brothers and sisters filled with the power of the, power of the Holy Ghost instead of them to help you, to encourage you. That's how I came to where I am today. When people live with the Holy Spirit activating inside of them, there is no way. There's no way God wants you to tip over nor your brothers and sisters in Christ. That's why it's so important to be covered by the Holy Ghost, to be covered with the presence of God. Don't ever leave it. It's going to turn to Psalms 100. Start of verse 4. You know what? I'm starting verse 1. Psalms 100, verse 1, it says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. How do we enter into the presence of God? We enter to his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So how important it is to make sure that God knows that you love him and you want to be with him for the rest of your life. He entered to the gates with thanksgiving and his course of praise. Don't ever forget to tell God thank you. <laughs> don't, ever, don't ever forget. You know, it, it, it's, it doesn't have to only be something that you really need to happen in your life. It's simply as waking up in the morning. Say, Lord, thank you for waking me up in the morning. Thank you for allowing me to stand up and walk. God's words and none shall perish. And when you begin to make that your will also by sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, put your seatbelt on. You know why? Because God is going to do great things for you. When you do great things for God, there's a benefit to it. God will bless you in ways that you cannot even imagine. You're looking at a miracle right now. You look at a miracle right now. No, I was gonna stand sideways, look better at sideways. But God is God is a miracle working God. Gotta add joy while we talk, yeah. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And if the joy of the Lord is my strength, then I'm gonna share it with other people. That's a part of what God has given me through the presence of, of Himself.
to give people other give other people joy. Amen. There's something else that I wanted to share tonight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, this story that I wanted to share. And I'll I'll have Mike over to Pastor Brad. So today I was um. And this is funny for the presence of God. This is how the Lord gave actually gave it to me. But it was funny because I was given um a work order today to go to a lady's house, and nobody at my workplace wanted to go. They they couldn't. They said like they couldn't stand her. She was like the meanest person they ever met. Like this lady would say words out of every dictionary. Like there's no dictionary for these words that she would call these, like my coworkers. And nobody wanted to go. So guess who went? I went. And it wasn't by choice either. But um, they gave me the ticket and they were all laughing. They said, oh, Craig. Everybody calls me Craig in my workplace because it's easier. Easier than my English word. Leo. But I was like, they said, man, can't wait to come back. I want to hear the story. I said, okay. So I'm going there. And I heard stories before about this this one lady, and I was like, Lord, do whatever you have to do. <laughs> like, if this lady is that bad, like, mute her if you have to mute her. Like, do whatever you have to do. I'm just going to go over there, do my do my thing, and I'm out of there. I'm going to make it as quick as possible. So I get to the house. I'm sitting in my van, and I was like, oh, okay, Lord, like, please make this real quick. So I grab my things, put on my glove. I go to the door. It says, oh, put on face mask. I got to go and put on my face mask. I walk in the house and the lady greeted me at, at the door. And so I go in and introduce myself and I'm doing my thing, trying to you know, not get into a conversation with her. And she starts reading scripture to me. I was like, oh, this lady, is she tripping me out? So I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, oh, awesome. Praise the Lord. Doing all my thing. And she says something else. And I said, hey, what's your favorite Christian song? And she said an old Christian song, I, like way before my time. And then um, she said, you like the song Amazing Grace? And I said, yeah. So I love that song, Amazing Grace. And I just started singing the song while I was doing it. I was singing it out loud. And then I stopped. And she said, hey, don't stop. Keep on going. So, okay, so cleaning up and then kept on singing the song. And I turned around and she had tears coming on her eyes. And she said, wow, like how God works. And I said, oh, yeah, I was praying on the way here. She's like, why were you praying? I said, oh, I just felt like I needed to pray before I came here. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to tell anyone. Oh, man, well, people said, you're crazy. <laughs> So no, I'm not gonna say that. And so I was like, well, I just prayed, prayed on the way here, and just prayed that I had an opportunity to to pray with people. I said that's why I enjoy this job, because he allows me, you know, opportunities to to encourage people, especially in these times. And so I started singing the song and everything, and then she's like, guess what? You're an angel. I always wanted to give away books. I said, oh. Uh, okay. She said, take the books. So she gave me a whole stack of books like this. And then I was you know, just talking to her and she said, I asked her, can I pray for you? And she said, yeah, of course, you can pray for me. I said, yes. So I prayed for her. 
say, hey, have you ever received Jesus Christ, made him your Lord and Savior? She says, oh, yes, I have. I said, well, let's pray. So I prayed for her and her husband in the um, in the the house. And I don't know if you've ever experienced an experience like that, but you know when the presence of God is in the room. The lady couldn't stop crying. And it came so heavy. Where, like, I didn't want to cry in front of her, so I was, like, holding it in. It was just super heavy. And, like, situations like that where you need God to, to intervene and do something. How God did it at that very moment. I mean, he's given me multiple times working for this job where I got to pray with people. But just today was something that was out of the ordinary because nobody wanted to go to this house because they said that this lady was mean. So when I got back to my workplace, everybody was waiting for me at the at my job. And they was looking at my van. I was still driving there to the like, to park. I could hear them talking already. I say, oh man, I wonder what happened to, to, to Craig today. And I went up with a big smile on my face. They said, hey Craig, so how did it go? I said, oh man, that went awesome. She greeted me at the door. I got to sing for her. I, uh, I prayed for her. She even gave me books. And they all looked at each other real dumbfounded. And it's like, wait, did you go to the right house? So they checked the address. I said, yeah, I went to that place. That place that you said that she was mean. And she wasn't mean. Tare. And they all, like, it was funny because it was like watching a cartoon. Like, all three of them kind of turned their backs and walked away scratching their head. They said, they didn't know what happened, but I know what happened. But, you know, when there's areas where you feel like you have no control over it, ask the Lord. And the Lord will prepare the way where there's no way. Amen? So, don't stop. There's a song that said, don't stop, get it, get it. Get the Lord. Be in the presence of God. Have your way. Have fun doing it. Because I have fun doing it. And if you don't know how to, how to have fun, then come connect with me. We can have fun. Amen? Hallelujah. Okay, God is good. Everybody up? Everybody alive? Okay, praise the Lord.